No, was, this was the cough cold. I felt it in my throat and anywhere else. Oh. Oh. It's not It's not a dose of COVID on the way to you or something? I don't, I, I don't think so. If it Second... is, it's, incredi- it's incredibly light. Uh-huh. I've never had the damn thing. No, you guys have been remarkably we had, well throughout that. We period. had our boosters and that was it. Yeah. Did you have your new boosters? No. Your most uh. no. There's to get that too was a lot, huh? Come on. It was it it's was me. a lot. Yeah. I'm not anti-vax, nothing, but like give it to me in a pill, I'll take it now. No, <laughs> no problem. Lovely. You have to use this metal. No, fuck you, go away. You know, go and stab something else. I, I must admit, I was rather no, shocked is not the right word. It'll be something more severe than shocked when you told me you'd actually had it. Well, and you've heard the story of time one, and time two was just as traumatic, but luckily the guy recognised me and it was fast. Oh, that's good. Kept talking about something else. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, dear. How are you? How am I? It's a good question. I... I sat on the chair at about seven yesterday, seven o'clock in the evening, uh-huh. after making several failed attempts to do some work in the garden all afternoon because of the persistent trickle of rain. It would just mm. rain for 10 seconds and then psh, stop. I come in, think, oh, I can't do any more. And then the sun comes out. Then I go out. Then it hits me. And anyway, this kept on for much of the afternoon until I gave up. And I sat at my chair and I thought, you haven't written a single fart about anything, have you? (laughs) (laughs) However, having said all of that, You've done a lot of research, but you've written diddly squat. Do you even know what you're going to say this morning? And I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, yes, I'm going to conquer the world today. I'm going to do a Donald. I'm going to will classification. (laughs) I'm just going to think about it and it will be done. (laughs) as we have learned from others as we have learned from others and I thought well if he can do it he can will classification I can will you know my brain. well it depends what you know about this week because I've not read I've watched but not really so I know about the headlines but not the details so even Pelosi I've only seen the odd clip. I've not watched the seven-minute video yet. Oh, well, you're going to have a wonderful time then. Lovely. So, yeah, you will see this is a thorough education when I go through it with with you this morning. You will love it. I'm looking at the wrong... (laughs) Looking at the wrong bloody... Oh, Dave. I'm looking at last week's... Oh... Oh dear, found it all wrong as well. Right, okay. To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, and a time to every purpose under heaven. When Trump goes to jail, we'll play it. Oh, yeah, that would be lovely. Nice and slow. A Neither slow jail. Sing, sing him down the perp walk wearing <laughs> his orange jumpsuit that yeah. will match his skin colour. Oh. Anyway. Right. Okay, you ready for show 73? I am yep. Achoo. Let's go. Turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose under 
welcome to this week's Des and Dave. In America this week, this the January the 6th Select Committee added Donald Trump to the list of US presidents who have been subpoenaed. The resolution was unanimous. Steve Scalise caught in a lie about Pelosi on January the 6th. He knew Pelosi pleaded for help when he questioned her actions. The US House of Representatives, January the 6th committee, voted unanimously on Thursday to subpoena Donald Trump, demanding the former president's personal testimony. And finally, Russia's government has blamed Ukraine for damage to a key bridge linking annex Crimea to Russia and supplies a key route for Russian forces in Ukraine. And in other news, the now former Chancellor Crazy Kwarteng has resigned. Liz, please trust me, requested him to after he agreed with everything that she asked him to do. Imagine he disagreed. Jeremy Hunt is now the Chancellor with just two weeks to go until the statement correcting all of this chaos is to be given. And Joe Biden has said Liz Truss was mistaken in trying to cut taxes for the super wealthy. Careful, Joe, or she'll give you the Chancellor's job next. <laughs> all this and more on this week's Des and Dave. Yes, Desmond, what a week. <laughs> uh, uh, politics certainly isn't boring at the minute. You can say that. It's certainly not. And with our, our 73rd podcast by the game master P um, his essential message is there through that song is if it don't make dollars it makes no sense and I thought what a Trumpian thought that was <laughs> Trumpian Liz Trussian oh, Liz Trussianomics, Trussianomics, has, Trussianomics has, has been dubbed <laughs> which is the shortest economic theory in history <laughs> We're certain and clear until we're not. Anyway, we'll get to the sodden United Kingdom or disunited Kingdom. Anyway, oh, what's going on? What's our what's our first story, Des, from America this well, week? Donald John Trump was added to the list of uh, former U.S. presidents. Um, uh, Thomas Jefferson, I believe, Richard Nixon, and Bill Clinton, who have all been subpoenaed. And on this occasion, the January Select Committee resolution was unanimous. And we can play our first clip by Liz Cheney. Our duty today is to our country and our children and our Constitution. We are obligated to seek answers directly from the man who set this all in motion. And every American is entitled to those answers so we can act now to protect our republic. So this afternoon, I am offering this resolution that the committee direct the chairman to issue a subpoena for relevant documents and testimony under oath from Donald John Trump in connection with the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I yield back. Lady yields back. If there's no further debate, the question is on agreeing to the resolution. Those in favor will say aye. 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 Those opposed is no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. Yeah, well, that actually <laughs> continues on, Desmond. I don't know if you've got the clip later on. No, I haven't. So it continues. So after you heard, like, just let me play the last little bit again, right? Deals back. If there's no further debate, the question is on agreeing to the resolution. Those in favor will say aye. 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 Those opposed is no. In the opinion of the chair, the ayes have it. Yeah, that may have been his opinion. Then Liz Cheney went on and said, Mr. Chairman, I request an individualized vote. 
please poll yeah. the panel. And one by one, the, they read out their name and they say Liz Cheney, you know, and I, I. and then Cheney, I, and then the next one. So it was another two minutes of this I, 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 all individually. What I like also is they sound when they said I, they're trying to fall over each other to say I. It came within, yeah, just I, 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 like, yes, this, they, they concur, they agree. They've subpoenaed him, but they don't expect him to turn up, do they? It was unanimous. But yes, as you say, but he's a lot to answer for. I mean, the, the, the difference will be that he is going to be under oath. His testimony will be under oath. So he's, he faces perjury charges if he lies to the to the. Yeah, but also, also, because this is a civil hearing and not a criminal hearing, when you try, if you if you try to plead the fifth, it doesn't work because even an old Republican justice that sat on the Supreme Court, Scalia, said you will have to infer negatively in a civil procedure because it's only civil. Just turn up and tell your side of the story. Yeah. And he's yeah. been crying about not being able to do so. And as you say, Harry has an opportunity to do so. But the thing was, Trump was was going to content, contest any loss no matter how decisive the victory. Um, he was always going to do that. And committee member Zoe Lofgren has uh, some information for us. We now know more about President Trump's intention for election night. The evidence shows that his false victory speech was planned well in advance, before any votes had been counted. It was a premeditated plan by the president to declare victory no matter what the actual result was. He made a plan to stay in office before election day. In the course of our uh, investigation, we also interviewed Brad Parscale, President Trump's former campaign manager. He told us he understood that President Trump planned as early as July that he would say he won the election even if he lost. Well, so in other words, he made he made a premeditated plan to stay in office before the election. And of course, as she's, uh, Zoe Lofgren has just stated, as early as July. But, you know, we have to remember the insurrectionists were not just tourists or peaceful protesters without guns or weapons, as uh, Tucker Carlson of Fox News wanted the American people to believe. Um, Adam Schiff shared Secret Service messages that indicated that that agency, the Secret Service Agency, knew at least 10 days before January 6th that the Proud Boys planned to kill people and occupy the Capitol. And we, we have a short video. The source went on to say their plan is to literally kill people. Please. Please take this tip seriously and investigate further. The source also made clear that the Proud Boys had detailed their plans on multiple websites like the Donald.win. These agents remarked on the number of weapons that had been seized that day, speculating that the situation could get worse. With so many weapons found so far, you wonder how many are unknown, one agent wrote at 12.36 p.m. Could be sporty after dark. At 12.47 p.m., another agent responded, no doubt, the people at the Ellipse said they are moving to the Capitol after the POTUS speech. As the documents we received make clear, the Secret Service was aware of weapons possessed by those gathered at rallies in D.C. as early as the evening before. And what did they do? Where was the National Guard? Where was, yeah. And I think this is the same, not semi-worrying thing, the very worrying thing is they don't want to admit fault. All of these agencies know. And it goes back to this cash fella I heard another uh, pundit saying. Not Bill Cash, or oh, somebody in the Department of Defense. And the yeah, in something. It was in terms of like the National Guard wasn't deployed, like all of these things should have triggered certain results, but nothing happened. Yeah. And it's why it never happened, like why these things never got moving. Anyway, we'll come on to some people that did try to get things moving shortly. Just to add to what you're saying there, Dave, 
the the issue of things like accountability and and the the need for improvement needs kind of uh, some input from the the two houses the senate and the house of congress um for future presidents because if america is going to maintain what's a continuity of government the secret service role is important and if they have information before ahead of an event like this they need to act and act a lot more swiftly because what becomes really clear is that trump wanted violence because he incited violence and he wanted the election overthrown and this has been known since july of 2020 and the elections weren't until november and the question is what do they do and as you say well, don't you remember there was that story about Biden when he was coming in that he was changing out some of the Secret Service agents for ones that he knew when he was vice president? Yeah. Now we know why. Yeah. In, yeah. Inside information. But we now come to another really important bit. Steve Scalise. He has been caught in a lie about Pelosi on January the 6th. He knew Pelosi pleaded for help when he questioned her actions and he did repeatedly now who is steve joseph scalise he's a republican congressman and on june the 14th 2017 during practice for that year's congressional baseball game scalise was shot and seriously wounded by an anti-trump domestic terrorist who was targeting republicans he underwent treatment for several months and returned to Congress um, a little later in September of that year. And after Joe Biden won the 2020 presidential election, Scalise supported Donald Trump's position by denying Biden's victory and participating in efforts to overturn the results. Now, in the last, this last January 6th Select Committee hearing this week, we learned about Trump's premeditated plan to declare victory in the 2020 presidential elections. And we also got a look at some never seen before congressional leaders sheltering in a secure location at the Capitol, at the Capitol and begging the White House administration for help. And we start with audio recording one. We have got to get to finish the proceedings or else it would have completely Senator Schumer is at a secure location and they're locked down in the Senate. There has to be some way we can maintain the sense that people have that there's uh, some security or some confidence that government can function and that we can elect the president of the United States. Did we go back into session? We did go back into session, but now apparently everybody on the floor is putting on their gas masks to prepare for a breach. Well, I'm trying to get more information. They're putting on their tear gas masks. <laughs> Secretary of DOD. We have some senators who are still in their hideaways. They need massive personnel now. Can you get the Maryland National Guard to come too? Well, I have something to say, Mr. Secretary. Well, I'm going to call the, the mayor of Washington, D.C. right now and see what uh, other outreach she has to other police departments, as Senator uh, Leader Hoyer has mentioned. Uh, Governor, I don't know if you have been approached about the uh, Virginia National Guard. Mr. Hoyer was connect, uh, speaking to uh, uh, Governor Hogan, uh, but I still think you probably need the okay of the, uh, the federal government in order to come into another jurisdiction. 
it's going to take days for the Capitol to be okay again. We've gotten a very bad report about the condition of, of the um, house floor with defecation and all that kind of thing as well. I don't think that that's hard to clean up, but I do think it is uh, more from a security standpoint of making sure that everybody is out of the building and how long will that take. I just got off with the vice president. And I got off with the vice president-elect. So I'll tell you. Okay. But what we left the conversation with, because he said he had the impression from Mitch that Mitch wants to get everybody back to do it there. Yes. I said that what we're getting a counterpoint that is we could take time uh, to clean up the poo-poo that they're making all over the literally and figuratively in the Capitol, and that uh, it may take days to get back. Can you believe that's America? What yeah. chaos? What yeah. bloody chaos? But look who was in charge. And I love it. Pelosi, there was one more bit that I don't think you've got, Des. And it's this bit that she's she's really mad. And I like it because she's threatening to punch Trump. <laughs> he says, trying to make it work. Oh, he comes. I'm going to punch him out. This is oh, my mom. I would pay to see that. I'm waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out. And I'm going to go to jail. Oh, and I'm going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the icing on top of the cake. <laughs> yeah. I just like it. I'm going to punch him out. I'm going to go to jail, but I'm going to be happy. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, look how calm they are. Even in all of this madness, they are calm, they're collected, they're making their phone calls. Like, what's going on, guys? Yeah. You know what's really particularly fantastic about this piece of film is that to get the visuals, it's even more overwhelming yeah. because the savagery and the brutality of the noise was very evident and the screaming of you know wanting to kill pelosi wanting to kill um pence um it's it, it just struck home it was must have been extraordinarily frightening for the congressmen and the senators however at the end of all of that the House of Representatives voted unanimously to subpoena Donald Trump, demanding the former president's personal testimony after it had unveiled this startling new this new video from his closest aides describing his multi-part plan to overturn the 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 election, his election loss that resulted in the assault on the Capitol. There were lots of comments made by um, Liz Cheney, for example, said we must seek the testimony under oath of January 6th central player. And this was coming from Liz, Liz Cheney. Now, Trump has apparently agreed to testify. So he says, but will he turn up? He apparently sent a 14-page reply full of contradictions. He now blames black Democrat voters for his wow. election laws. <laughs> wow. Blah, blah, blah. There's just too much of it to read and, and to, to share with you. But this is just a, a taster. There is a lot more stuff. Now, there is vivid new details and evidence, including from the former president's cabinet secretaries and U.S. Secret Service. The panel showed that Trump was told repeatedly by those around him that the election was over. Yet he still orchestrated 
the um, far-reaching efforts to stop Biden from taking office. Several former aides also testified that Trump had said privately that he knew he'd lost to Biden. In another striking video, the panel showed previously unforeseen footage, which we've shared some of this with you, of congressional leaders phoning officials for help during the Capitol, Capitol siege. And... Um, um, and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Democrat leader Chuck Schumer, um, you know, can be heard talking to governors in neighboring Virginia and Maryland, asking for their help um, with 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 um, with the National Guard and officers and all sorts of things. Um, and also, it, it goes on to show um, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell and other GOP leaders um, as the Trump's acting attorney asking Trump's acting attorney general for help. Now, it must be remembered that Barr at this stage had stepped down and the acting attorney general was Rosen. And even he was reluctant to provide any help and certainly not immediate. And what became very clear in the telephone conversation is that he was aware of what was going on, yet he came to the January 6th committee hearing and he made uh, his position was different. I'm here to help. You know, this is all the things that were going. No. Um, they were breaking the law in many different ways. And quite frankly, the instigation of the president of the United States and Pelosi's heard saying that very loudly. Do, do, do you believe this? But um, in one recorded interview, former White House official Alsa Farah Griffiths said that Trump looked up at the television and said, can you believe I lost to this expletive guy? <laughs> His White House aide, Cassidy Hutchinson, uh, he was who was a top aide to the then chief of staff, Mark Meadows, recalled Trump as being livid and fired up about the court's ruling. Um, Trump recording of Trump telling Meadows something to the effect of, I don't want people to know that we lost, Mark. This is embarrassing. Figure it out. Um, then former members, including Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Attorney General William Barr and Labor Secretary Eugene Scalia, who you spoke about earlier, Dave, also said in interviews showed at the hearing that they believed that once the legal avenues had been exhausted, this is what they say now, that should have been the end of Trump's efforts to remain in power. <sighs> Barr goes on to say in his view that that was the end of the matter once the Electoral College had voted. But rather than the end of Trump's efforts to stay in power, the, the committee signaled it was only the beginning as the president summoned the crowd to Washington for a rally to fight. He wanted to be in the head of that rally. <laughs> he was leading his soldiers to he march. the steering wheel to try and go there. <laughs> and they said, nah, nah, even they knew it was a step too far. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we know, sadly, at least five people died in the January 6th attack. And it's in and its aftermath, including a Trump supporter who was shot and killed by Capitol Police. It was ugly. It was ugly. Um, you, can say, you can say that again. And, Ooh, but, but the elections happen in less than three weeks, Des. Yes. You've got the situation that this committee will end up dissolved. So what do you think are the next steps? Are they going to make their little referral to the Justice Department? Are they going to brush up their typing skills and type it on the typewriter? I would imagine that this is going to be a very difficult time for Merrick Garland because he's entered entering into unprecedented unprecedented territory this has never been done before in this way and um 
But however, he has he has said something and repeatedly said it, which is that the law in America applies to everyone. And this appears to be his guiding principle. And if that's the case, then I think that we will be seeing an indictment against Trump. And then he can say what he likes. You know, he's enjoyed an awful lot of freedom to say outside of courts, whatever he likes, and what the Americans call it, freedom of speech. He says exactly what he likes. However, he cannot say that in a court of law because he will be done for perjury. And he knows that. And all his cronies know that too. They can say an awful lot of stuff outside the court. Bannon is engaged in this. Stone is engaged in this ugly warfare of, you know, condemning everyone, the judges and all. But they cannot say it in court because they know they will be go to jail. Well, don't forget, he was recently subpoenaed in New York and after a major fight. And uh, when he finally was made to testify in deposition, he answered his favorite phrase, no comment. <laughs> was it 462 times or something? It was a lot. It was a lot. I, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. But, you know, his children must also suffer because they're, they're part of this, you know. Yeah, but they've given they, evidence. Yeah, but, you know, they must be part of any indictment, too, because they participated in all this skullduggery. Well, I they mean, are in New York. Absolutely. And Letitia James is, well, there's, there is she's so a, much What she come. applied for, she's applied for, like, her own version of a special master. For Did those she, that will remember, the, Trump, Trump tried to interfere in... Uh, I don't know, an investigation by doing this special master thing, which is basically another judge looking at stuff. So what she's done is say that Trump's company needs to be looked after. I can't remember the correct wording, but virtually by a special master again, because they'll try and sell off assets. Yes. So the company will be worthless and so on and so on. So she's applied for that. And then together with Trump applying to what did he apply to the Supreme Court for? He wanted to get it overturned, the evidence, Mar-a-Lago, all of that stuff. And he got told yes. no. Yes, yeah, he got told absolutely. No. And of course, who heads that is our favourite Clarence Thomas. Well, I think they're worried about looking... Uh, Too stupid? Looking like an institution that, yeah. Well, after they overturned Roe v. Wade, they've not done themselves any favours, have they? No, not at all. I think the outcomes at the midterm elections due at the end of November will be very interesting because well, that if the Democrats outcome... win, they will cement all of those things in Absolutely. law and fast. Yeah. I think you will see the Senate move at a pace it has never moved at. Yeah, and I agree with you there. I think that will move very quickly. Our concern is what happens if they lose. Yeah, but that's an issue for the American people. You know, you makes your bed. What do they say? You, you, you. Um, something with dogs. You catch fleas. I can't remember the. Can't remember. The, you lie with dogs. <laughs> you get fleas, which is really what's going to be happening to the American people if they're not careful about how they decide on their, you know, their 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 governments. And then we've got Russia's blame. The Russian government has blamed Ukraine <laughs> for a damage to a key bridge linking annex Crimea to Russia and supplies a key route for Russian forces in Ukraine. Now, the bridge was damaged by a blast. I believe it was last Saturday, um, which officials say left at least three people dead. But Kiev has not said it was behind it. Now, this bridge is apparently Europe's longest bridge and a key supply route for Russian forces in Ukraine. But heavy good vehicles are unable to use it. The explosion caused mid midway sections of one of the two carriageways of the bridge to collapse into the sea and also damage the railway line. And Russia's reply was by has been by firing massive long range missile strikes at Ukraine civilians. And they've done some extensive damage. Um, and after doing so, the Russian president, um, Vladimir Putin, has said that there is no need 
for more massive strikes on Ukraine, days after the heaviest bombardment of the country since the war began. He said most designated targets of the strikes had been hit, adding that it was not his aim to destroy Ukraine, if you can believe that. Um, but Moscow's goal of mobilizing 300,000 men, he claims, would be met within two weeks. And it comes as Russian forces are mostly in retreat and Ukraine's advances, almost eight months since the invasion, has been quite astonishing, really. Um, however, um, he... Putin claims there's no need for massive strikes anymore. However, the the belief is by the West, um, particularly the British and the um, American secret intelligence, is that Putin's running out of ammunition. Yeah. It isn't that he has decided to give the mass bombing um, uh, uh, rest. It's that he simply does not have enough ammunition to maintain a, a, a constant assault. And what the uh, Ukrainian um, government, um, Zelensky, is asking the West for, and it has been uh, agreed both by the American, the British, and now the German government, that they're going to pr provide them with weapons to intercept some of these long-range missiles and also there is some talk about providing some aircraft power so that they they can go on the offensive so not a nice world <laughs> it's, it's just maddening i want it to all go back to being really boring where we were you know Remember Peter Mandelson, he got uh, under in, in the times Labour was in power when he helped a guy get a passport and that was seen as the scandal of the day. <laughs> you know, he helped a rich person that donated to the Labour Party to get a passport that they were probably but, eligible to anyway. But we have here rules, you know, but that was the well, scandal, Desmond. He had to pay we his have, job. We have some better ones here, Dave, which you're about oh. to share with us. Or John Prescott when he chinned the geezer. Like, you know, that's what we need. We need a few more John Prescott's about to chin some geezers. Like, that's what should be happening. Oh, well, dear. I, well, I think well, we're almost maybe, there, Dave. Yes. Well, maybe we should start with um, Miriam Margulies on uh, Radio 4 yesterday. Miriam Margulies, thank you so much for coming in this morning. My pleasure. I completely agree with you about Cracker. Absolutely wonderful drama. I must watch it, it again. It was. I never thought I'd be... Oh, no, no, it's all right. You're <laughs> no, you can speak live on. on air. Carry on. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I thought no, I'd be sitting in the seat. Ju Justin will help you Jeremy Hunter's just yes. sat in is what you, you were about is, to say. When I, <laughs> when I saw him there, I just said, you've got a hell of a job. The best of luck. And what I really wanted to say, <laughs> fuck. You oh, no, 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 you mustn't say you know, that. But you can't say that. Yes, no, no you can't say that. You've got to, yeah. We'll have to have you out of the studio now. Yes, we'll have to have you we out will of the with, studio. with uh, many apologies. <laughs> the Nobody... time now is half past eight. It's time for the sports news and Carthy <laughs> is with us. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> so let me understand this straight. Liz yeah. Truss was installed as prime minister. Yes. The Queen passed away. Two weeks yes. of silence. All of a sudden, yeah. crazy Quateng goes to the dispatch box and says in his non-mini budget, remember, they were very at pains to call it a fiscal announcement or something. So he announces, blah. The markets then ensue madness and say, this is insane. This is all unfunded. How are you paying for this? Show us the rest of your plan. They also decided not to give it to the Office of Budget Responsibility, which is basically the one that is the Excel spreadsheet checker, because of no logic whatsoever, even though that was put in under the Conservatives themselves by George Osborne. They yeah. then say for weeks that they are sticking with this policy, nothing will change. They then undo the 45p tax uh, cut that they were going to do. Liz Truss talks about an anti-growth coalition, which seems to be everybody. And now her. Then Crazy Quatings in America at a meeting, it gets called back. 
and she asks him to stand down. And he agrees to stand down. And now she has appointed Jeremy Hunt to do the opposite of what she was going to do. I don't understand, Desmond. They're talking about a coronation. If the Tory parliamentary party can agree to coronate you or me, put us in the House of Lords, there is many options on the table. But they just seem to be very united in wanting to get in her out. <laughs> yeah. Just short of being in office for... I, I, I want to be generous and say five weeks. <laughs> but I tell you one of the things that's rather telling is that if you listen to the voices of the MPs, Conservative MPs. If you listen to whom, Desmond? If you listen to the voices of the Conservative MPs, mm. it's very clear that their preferred choice was the recently their recently resigned chancellor rishi sunak however it's the conservative members who chose liz trust 80, 80 odd thousand voted for her <laughs> it was they who chose liz trust and that needs to be imprinted on the minds of um, of everyone it wasn't the the MPs clearly did not think that Liz Truss had the ammunition or the competence to resolve what clearly was always going to be a very tricky um, finance situation. Um, and they'd rather put their trust in um, uh, the the previous outgoing, excuse me, the previous outgoing uh, Chancellor um, Sunak. And uh, it, it's now become very apparent that that clearly was a bit of a mistake and it in a way it kind of mirrored the labor period under um their previous leader um where the labor mps did not want um uh, um their the, gordon the, brown no um his successor um, Ed Miliband. <laughs> oh gosh, it's it seems that Corbyn. 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 Yes, he didn't. The it was the Labour members who chose Corbyn, not the Labour MPs. And the twice, situation twice they chose yes, Corbyn. Twice they chose the yeah, precisely. And it seems that the Labour, the Conservative. Um, Members have done exactly the same thing with Liz Trust. They've chosen her over and above the choice of their own MPs, who, after all, they had elected and put in power, you know, as if they knew a little bit more than they did. So the church is something. But, but this is the difference, isn't it? You know, people know that Liz Trust ain't got a clue because they've met and they've talked to her. Yeah. Whereas they've met Rishi and they go, OK, this man can string a sentence together. Absolutely. Like they, they've rubbed shoulders. They've sat and had dinner like they know yeah. these people, not just a couple of seconds on a news piece going, oh, I like a cut of her jib. But that was an important lesson for the Labour Party. And it seems that's a lesson that the Tory party has seemed to have lost. It, you They're know, very it, good at killing their leaders, Des. <laughs> very good. <laughs> like, you know, they've, This one is dead. I mean, we're on to our fourth chancellor this year. She's gone. It's it's over. I mean, this is she doesn't have the personality. She doesn't have the gravitas um, of previous leaders. And um, she you know, all leaders need they need a little bit of, you know, they they, they need pizzazz. Yeah. You know, they, you know, Johnson, we know, was not you know, the, the most honest MP available in the Tory party. But nonetheless, he did have an, an an ability to make the British people laugh. She's rather dull and dour, you know, and she keeps repeating herself. You know, the problem... Putin's war in Ukraine. Yes! <laughs> and oh. it's, becoming, it's becoming rather tedious now, so... But how quick does a general election happen? Not quick I enough. Think, I think. I think before Christmas. I personally don't think that the Tories will risk a general election because they probably be feared that they'll be wiped out. 
it may not be their choice. It may not be. Does if you can get what what's the numbers? So all of the other side would vote for a general election. So you'd probably need 50, 40, 50, 60. But then and the, the rest the, to abstain, no? Like it could work. If you have 35 both. that just abstain, like it's possible. Because the, otherwise, if Liz digs her claws in, right? argues with jeremy like it just yeah like who knows because what i love is all the political journalists that you watch on all the channels whether you watch beth rigby on sky news you watch robert peston on itv you watch chris mason on the bbc all of them are looking and they really want to put their hands on their face and go i don't know i've got no idea i'm just i'm listening i'm talking to my contacts and everybody says she has to go she has to go <laughs> they we're not going to kill themselves. They're not going to commit suicide, the Tories, Tory uh, MPs. So there has to be an uh, there has to be some kind of escape route um, for Liz Truss, and she needs to bow out either gracefully or be turfed out. <laughs> Yeah, but if she steps down, they can't allow another. That's the problem as well. They can't allow another six-week leadership contest. But so who do they coronate? At the moment, one of the discussions is Penny Morden and Rishi Sunak on a joint ticket. It's a pity Ken Clark's not around. But he's in the Lords. He's now Lord Clark. So they could. Can you? Can you have someone in the Lords who's Prime Minister? You can't, can you? Because you have to command the majority in the House of Commons. You can have any other government job, but you can't have that one, surely, because you've got to command the majority in the House of Commons. And as a member of the Lords, you can't go there. <laughs> so how are you I going to command them? That sounds to me like a heavy, heavy constitutional issue. I don't know. Is well, my Ben answer. Wallace is another answer. strong one. Ben Wallace is another strong yes. one that they could as caretaker. But he wouldn't have you know. a piece of the cake, would he? He's... He, I think he would not... quite like to be a pro- but the thing is Ben Wallace could actually turn it around if they're clever Ben Wallace could because com- yes he was there in Boris's day but he actually spoke truth if they cut back to all the clips you get him going um yeah shouldn't have really done that you know like it, it cuts back to him admitting honestly like and all the stuff with the Ukraine I think that could be a clever one but let's not tell, tell them you... I don't want them getting ideas and staying in I power tell you longer one than they thing, should though, I would say to you is that Whoever gets handed the reins of power would be taking on a poison chalice. Whoever, whether it's Labour, whether it's Labour or the the Conservative, whoever took it on would really find themselves in dire problems because to turn this economy around is no going to be no easy feat. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all the smart. Well, it's now Jeremy Hunt's task. Yeah, well, I think he'd be make. He's probably making his own bid for for the premier job. Well, apparently, apparently he doesn't want it. He said he's you know twice bitten. Uh, you know, is it? That's it. He's had his his taste. But he's prepared leadership. to be chancellor. I, but you know, sure. yes, interesting that, interesting that just a little bit. But again, maybe, maybe Miriam Margulies has a word of advice for us. No, no it's all right. You're still, no, you can we're speak live on. on air. Carry on. <laughs> we'll well, thought I'd be just, sitting in the seat. Ju- Justin will help you. Jeremy Hunter's just yes. sat in, is what you're, you're the about thing to is, say. When I, I mean, when I saw him there, I just said, "You've got a hell of a job. The best of luck." And what I really wanted to say, <laughs> "Fuck you." Oh no, no, no! Fuck you mustn't say, say that. But you can't. Say <laughs> but you can't say that, Miriam. You can't. Oh, oh dear. Sorry, that was a slip. <laughs> <laughs> we have a most interesting time ahead. And now, which is very unusual, we have even, as you correctly conveyed earlier, that even the American president is got something to say on that score. Well, he, he, he had many comments when she was at the um, UN the other week as well. You know, and he, he said he said as much. He tweeted about it, didn't he? But the interesting one, did you hear Yvette Cooper? Now, she's one um, that, you know, was a Labour leader that never happened, sadly. But did you hear uh, rip apart Suella Braverman this week? Mm, I heard that something. I saw her talking. 
um, very briefly, but I didn't have an, an opportunity to listen more carefully. It, well, Suella Pretty Patel was a pretty horrendous Home Secretary and was more right-wing than any right-winger that I know of in recent times. But Suella Braverman is to the right of Pretty Patel, which is kind of interesting. And at the Tory party conference this week, uh, last week, she said that her dream would be to see a plane on the front page taking off to Rwanda. Like, I mean... There are other dreams she surely has, but no, she she wished to see them there. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, I was going to try and find it. There's it's absolute anyway. Maybe we can find it for future episodes. But she absolutely eviscerates her because basically everything that Suella Braverman's announced so far has been turned back by his trust. So you're not doing this. This has got paused. That's got paused. You know, it's not happening. So the the government, well. There is no government. It's not even in disarray. It just doesn't exist. Well, you have so, to question yeah. the competence of some of her ministers. Seriously. You have to question it. It's to well, me it's, it's all her like mates, a halfway really, isn't house. It? Yeah, it's it's a halfway house. It's neither one thing nor the other. And I think she clearly I mean, it's, it's a difficult thing to say, but sometimes people really, there are jobs some people just ought not to put on the agenda for them. But, you know, they, they just need to forget about it. She is not prime ministerial. She doesn't have, she doesn't inspire a great deal of confidence. Let's put it that way. That I can be, I'm trying to be very kind to her and she does not inspire a great deal of confidence and um, she doesn't make the British people smile. Um, and I don't think that she commands a great deal of respect from her own colleagues, which is going to be her long term, her undoing. Um, and it's something that the Labour Party learned. And I think the Tory party needs to take a look over its shoulder and say, hang on a minute, we've been here before. This is not new. If, the, your to if you cannot get support from your Tory MPs, you do cannot command a respect and you can't command control of your 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 party within the um, within government it's not possible you have to have the confidence of your peers it's really crucial and she doesn't have that and it looks ever it looks more and more unlikely that that will ever happen so yes it may be a time for her to simply say i'm i i probably ought to bow out very carefully but do you think she's that clever no <laughs> in a word, no. Um, but it's really what she should do. I don't know whether her her um, you know, what she thinks of herself. You know, what did they say? Her 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 view of herself is is going to be so diminished by a, a retreat of this kind. But really, that is the most sensible thing because she's never going to command. The how the um her, her own party in the house it's not going to happen and they all they'd be doing is chip 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 chipping away at her and ultimately and it's going to become a an issue of the you know destroying the reputation of the party reputation is almost completely destroyed and she's not going to get any support from um richie sunak's aids he's you know he's he wants that crown for himself so he's not going to but that's why i'm saying they might go for a general election they'd be wiped because out because they yeah i know but they also don't want their reputation died forever i i cannot personally i can't see it if they did if she did that she suddenly went for an election i would say that's the highest level of incompetence the highest it's it, it's tantamount to suicide well i think she's already done that des 
<laughs> now you're now you're arguing so about the color, the color of rope that she she used to do it. We've got another week ahead of us. What changes are we going to see? Who else is on their way out? <laughs> uh... will, we, will we be sitting here next week? You know, contemplating Liz Liz Truss's offer of resignation. <laughs> I feel we need something peaceful to play us out, Desmond. Something to keep us calm between now and then. Well, we have got um, Handel's Ronaldo, um, and I cannot pronounce its um, its Italian name as fluently as I'd... I'd, I'd it's I'd okay. Hope. We'll stick it in this week's description. It's like <laughs> Lascia Cello Pianga. Pianga. so butchered, but you know. <laughs> it's yeah. fabulous, though. It's better than mine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Des. Well, I'll catch you next week. Stay peaceful. And look after yourself. You've not been very well this I'm, I'm off to blow my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you next okay. week, guys. Take care. Ciao. Oh, <laughs>